You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show Jerry. All right, what do you say we do a Monday podcast? Al is uh, somewhere uh, traveling back from California, so Eddie Scazzeri joining me today. What's up, Eddie? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Well, good morning. So how does, like, your Super Bowl Sunday, we'll get to Boomer in a minute because I want to talk about, you know, the logistics today. I know you mm-hmm. don't love those shows when half the show's here and half's not here. Yeah. How did you handle Super Bowl Sunday. Were you like into it? Did you watch the game? And I only ask because uh, I listened to Melusis driving in a little bit. I also listened to a show on another radio station coming in, and the host had made the mention of, you know what? It's like the ninth straight Super Bowl I missed because I worked the overnight and I went to bed at six o'clock. Did you see any of the game, or is it something you get caught up on when you get here? I saw all of the game. So you stayed up for Super Bowl? I did. Interesting. I had a Super Bowl party at the house. I didn't get invited. Mom, sister. Huh. Yeah, in-laws, the whole thing. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, I was sort of hosting it, but paid zero attention to anything until the national anthem was sung, and then I decided to pay attention. What time do the people leave the Scazzeri residence? Is it a halftime exit, or do people stay for the whole game? Well, people there know what my schedule is, but I told them, stay as long as you like, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, two people left at halftime to get home to watch uh, the end of it. Right. And the rest stayed till the game was over. And as soon as it was over, I was upstairs and And out. you're the type, you're out in two seconds. Yes. Because I tried that, and I've not slept. I've been up all night oh. because I was stressed out. I got upstairs, 11 o'clock by the time I lay down. Oh, my God, three and a half hours. I got to get up, 2.30. Next thing you know, my wife's walking upstairs. Why are you still up? Because I can't sleep. Now, I'm th- now it's two hours. I went downstairs, and the cat jumped on my head, which was a problem. So I finally decided at 2.15, all right, let's just get up, take our time, take a shower, and go to work, which is never good. Well, I figured two hours was better than nothing, so that's what I got. Would so. have been had I was able, yes. if I was able to fall asleep. I wasn't. The show today, so we, we call this the post-game podcast or post-show, whatever the hell it's mm-hmm. called, right? And very rarely do Al and I actually discuss the show. But today, a little different. Last week, you had remotes all week that you guys had to deal with, yes. right? And then today it was a half remote. You had Boomer and Al in San Jose, and we were all here. Yes. And it's a different dynamic. How difficult is that in terms of the ears for you when you are in the control room? Well, it just uh, adds another, not to get too technical for the people who really don't care probably. No, but But people listen to the show. It adds another input into the Q channel, which I have to monitor in addition to... Uh, Tina Lang and the people from the the TV people that I'm talking to all the time. So it just adds another layer of complexity and dealing with Al, who is m- largely disconnected <laughs> himself, uh, saying what reads are we going to do, this and that, and sure. communicating with him on IM. 
Uh, it's just, you know, more difficult and uh, sort of disjointed. And you got to hang out with Bob today. I did. Now, Bob, for those that don't know, Bob runs uh, the blog, basically. Yes. And he does a lot of the audio now for me now that Tom's not with us any longer. That's Correct. Tommy, can you hear me, guy? Um, so you get to hang with him. I know you like that. All right. A couple of other things, because we consider him bore people to tears with all yes. that. Um, did you see of the commercials in the Super Bowl? I mentioned the Cure Insurance one I thought was funny. Uh, with the guy standing over his father who died as he's looking at the hot chick. Yeah, no, I wish I would have seen that. No, you didn't see that I did one? not. What quarter was oh, that? Oh, hell, I don't know. The, the, I don't I don't know. I thought it was funny. I would say second quarter, maybe. Okay, I missed it. Uh, perhaps prior to the halftime show, I, somewhere around there. Because that sounds nice and dark, and I would have appreciated it. Well, I figured it would be right up your alley. Yeah. Yes, it's very... Uh, very male-like. Oh, hold on, Dad. I see my testosterone's going. Exactly. I see boobs. Oh, it's tremendous. Exactly. So you had that one. The Doritos one was very funny. I know you saw that one. Yes. Uh, that was great. Beyond that, there wasn't much. And there was one that I found very interesting that I didn't know how to take. Did you see the one for, I believe it was the tourist one, or tourism commercial for Williamsburg? Very strange. And that was the one where it reversed Very, yes. time and, and they the, showed the, the towers the, going yes. disturbing, uh, you know, being a New Yorker. And, of course, there was, you know, there's horrific images that are in, used in commercials all the time. But for me, that just kind of like was a little shocking for Awful. me. Awful. And uh, I, I uh, it was disturbing, now, and, but not in a good way. No, and now part of it is we're talking about it. Right. Which make you think of the commercial. I don't know that it makes me want to go to Williamsburg anytime soon. No. And I understood the point of the commercial. Yes. You're kind of rewinding history, and you're looking at looking at it in a very quick 30-second mm-hmm. glance. Come see where it all started. I don't know. I just thought that was one they could have left out. Yeah, I was uh, not a fan of that. It, okay. it uh, disturbed me. What was your favorite spot? I mean, do you remember? Was there one stick out other than the Doritos one? Uh, I actually, because of my fandom... I like the Marina one with uh, the Bald- yes. with Baldwin. That was actually tremendous. Because I actually thought they both just played it. It was funny. It was yes. well done. And then the the Christopher Walken one was predictably was weird. weird. Uh, and then the Anthony Hopkins one was also very strange. Strange. I don't even there. remember what that was for. Yeah, uh, I don't remember either. It was for some free app of uh, something that you could for hmm. TurboTax. TurboTax. Got it. That's what that was. Very odd. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm not one who really cares that much about the commercials. Uh, I'm sort of, I, I understand the Super Bowl audience is so big and so different than the normal football audience. That's why we talk about the halftime show and the national anthem and all the commercials. Because you get a bunch of people who are watching just for that and don't really care about the game. You and I are sort of the opposite. We care about the game and then all the other stuff is just garbage to me and clutter and just well, sort of... And how about the fact, too, and I guess if you're charging, I don't know what the face value of these tickets are, but I did see that these tickets cost you three, dollars $4,000 sure. to go to this stupid game. They have concerts pregame, I think, like, sealed at a concert before the game uh, outside the stadium. You've got the nonsense at halftime, which I don't, I really don't, I don't mind the halftime concert, but just leave it alone. Like, Coldplay was fine. Let them do their thing. Right. I don't understand why we're crossing over uh, generational acts Basically, it made zero sense. None. It was disjointed. When you had, you know, the Stones and you had U2, or even, was it last year with Katy Perry? Yeah, she was great. Right. I mean, I'm not a Katy Perry, uh, you know, uh, person just because I'm 50 years old, for God's sake. Right. But it was, for what it was, it was sort of self-contained. It was her. She did a great job. 
and it was gr- fine. I thought it was great. And if you have the Stones or or the Who, I think they did it one year. Michael um, Jackson in '92 yes, was phenomenal, right? And if it's all self-contained, and you have if it's not too much with the production stuff and the lip syncing, it's just I like the bands that say we're not lip syncing, we're singing. Yeah, you know. That's great. Well, and it was pretty obvious Coldplay sang yesterday mm-hmm. because you could hear when he had the mic in the crowd, you actually could hear that as opposed to if it was lip sung. And I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers were forced to lip sync. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I think they were um, in Mount Life Stadium. But uh, they didn't yesterday, so that was kind of cool. Uh, what else from the game I wanted to get to? There was another thing uh, from San Francisco. Oh, do you like San Francisco? Have you ever been there? Yes, it's it's probably my second favorite city. In the country. I could not get over. And, I mean, I guess all these cities are like that when we come in for the Super Bowl. I don't remember. I couldn't get over how clean it was. Now, Al had an issue, and, you know, Craig talked about it, too. And they're right. There were a lot of homeless. No question about it. There were certain blocks where they were all over the place. Right. And I'm not talking about Fisherman's Wharf when I make this comment. But we were... Our hotel was down in the financial district, mm-hmm. and that's where they had Super Bowl City set up. It was literally literally right off uh, my room. You could look down and see Super and now Bowl City. Now, how far is that from uh, the where the Giants play? Uh, two miles. Okay. And we took that walk, which was awesome. Really had a good time. I couldn't get over how incredibly clean it was. The streets, I, I'm sure they probably cleaned it up before we got there, but mm-hmm. you walked around... I'm like, this is a major city, and it really was very nice. And walking to Fisherman's Wharf, which was to my left, and then the stadium, which uh, the baseball stadium, which is to my right. I tell you, there's not a better. You can give me, you know, down uh, what's uh, West Street, West Side Highway, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine. The water's nice. Yes. This by the bay and the 70 degree weather is just yeah. phenomenal. Well, you, right. You you know you can't compare that just the geography, the scenery to New York. We're going to lose that battle. I mean, New York Perhaps. can be very pretty and, and nice, but, I mean, the, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge, the bay, the way the, the point, the two points of land come together, it's just awesome. All of e- that. Even Treasure Island out in the middle of the bay where the Bay Bridge goes to Oakland. Yes. Goes across where that naval base is. Yep. Awesome. Very, very cool. All right, a couple of weird things for All righty. I'm going to ask you a question, mm-hmm. and I want to know, because if you guys don't know Eddie, Eddie knows probably more than any person on this earth that I know of, anyway, in terms of... <laughs> Useless knowledge, useful knowledge, mm-hmm. very bright guy. Now, if I told you your brain deleted and replaced 40 minutes of visual information every day, you would say what? Uh, deleted and replaced? Yeah. I would uh, I would question the deleted part. You would honestly. question that. No, that's actually, that's actually a scientific fact. Well, the storage capacity of the human brain uh, is incredible. And perhaps maybe it deleted the bulk of things, but left enough little snippets where, if need be, under hypnosis, you could go and piece it together, perhaps. This is what I'm talking about. He's already lost me. Maybe I would buy that. Where does Thursday come from? If you know this, I'm going to turn this off and we're done. The day? The name Thursday? correct. Like like the English word Thursday? Like Thursday. Where does it come from? Uh, It's probably from the Romans when they they made the calendar. It comes from Thor's day. Okay. Now, what the hell does that mean? Thor was the Norse god of thunder. Oh, I thought it was like a fictional character in a book. No. Well, Thor. Like Boomer. uh, You know, Thor is a a fictional character, like all gods, by the way. Hello. So, yeah, so that's from the Norse pantheon uh, of gods, Thor. Odin, now, Thor, my, Loki. And I don't mean, I'm not doing this to interview you by any question. Oh, by any, but sure. How do you retain all this? 
And when and where did you learn this crap? I have always been fascinated by uh, like mythology and the different pantheons of gods, the Greeks, the Romans, the Hindu, the Norse gods, uh, even American Indian gods. But so it's just something that I would find stuff on. And this is way before the Internet. This was as a child that I would just be fascinated by different things at different times and would for some re- reason retain it. It's just the way my brain works. So you're a library dude. Uh, when you were growing up, you not, read a lot. I did read a lot, not necessarily in the library, but uh, I spent some time there. Yes, but mm. not a ton. Not like a what you would call a bookworm. But oh, so I, now you're on the internet with all yes. this stuff. Are you more with porn or with this stuff? I mean, well, seriously, I, I would say it's like uh, you know the. Uh, in terms of the the interest, it's probably about 50-50, but in the time, just because you can get what you need to get done so quickly, then you get more time to look at the other stuff. I actually didn't even, I wasn't even looking for an answer, yeah. to be honest. Well, like right now, my I'm fascinated with this whole uh, uh, sort of a, a scientific quantum uh, analyzation of free will uh, and whether or not it truly exists. And I found... Uh, two other, two other people who share my fatalistic view of the universe, were saying there is no free will, and uh, one of them, she's a, a a a quantum physicist, which is just blowing my mind. And the stuff that I can't even follow half the stuff she writes about. This is coming back to yeah. the idea that everything we do has been prescripted. Correct, correct. Set up by the laws of the universe that were. Uh, initiated at the Big Bang. Then why do we bother doing anything? Well, because we don't know what's going to happen. Even though it's all predetermined, I don't know what's going to happen. But I can make something happen right now. Correct. I can slam that down. You're telling me that was always written in God's or it was always in the plan for me to do that? Correct. Correct. That's right. I I don't buy that. I just don't buy that. Most people can't accept that they don't have free will, and that's human hubris if you will they're just they just can't deal with the fact that they have no control over anything ultimately i guess my question to you is i get i get what you're saying with all this free will stuff right you went to catholic school as a kid yes correct okay at what point did it go south for you okay uh it started in first grade first grade yes when we were doing the uh the ten commandments just saying them over and over and over and over right and one of them is that basically you have to go to church on sunday keep holy the lord's day so uh i came home and said to my father that i no longer wanted to go to church on sunday uh and the reason was because my mother a methodist did not go to church with us that I wanted to not go to church so I could go to hell with my mother. Because oh. if you break one of the Ten Commandments and you die with the mortal sin on your soul and blah, 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 right. blah. So that's why I didn't want to go to church anymore. Uh, and so right there, I mean, that's, you know. You were lost. That's like just like, you know, for a child to think that and to, you know, wish You're to. You're up. Yeah. So that started it, and then the final straw really was in third grade. Third grade? When I uh, came upon the free will paradox, when they kept telling us that God is all-powerful and is the creator of all things and is all-loving. 
So the free will paradox is that if he's all-powerful and all-knowing, then he knows everything that I'm going to do before I do it. He knows, for instance, that I will ultimately be eternally damned for some sin I commit. So how does free will exist? If he knows this before he creates me, and he is the all-powerful creator. Okay, that's A. And also, B, how is he all-loving if you know he's going to create someone that he knows is going to be eternally damned? So that was a problem there. And Wow. Um, by the way, everybody, I'm sorry. This is getting a little deep. Yeah, sorry about that. This is not the usual podcast fair when no, no, Al talks good, about toilets. No, but, it's fine. All right, so. We're going to um, get to that. Anyway, uh, so that really that really was the final straw for me in my head, even though I didn't know it at the time. Right. That was really a, a seminal moment when the priests and nuns could not answer the question about uh, that paradox uh, for me, right? Uh, to my satisfaction. So you're basically saying that the free will thing got you, and now at the same time as a 50-year-old or however yes. old you are, you believe that we don't have free will. Correct, which is people are, when they find out I'm an atheist, they sort of think it's very strange that yet I, I believe that everything is, is predetermined. Now, most, I guess, religious people, most people believe in free will, and that, you know, God gives us a choice, blah, blah, blah. And they just kind of look past that whole paradox I was talking about. Then how is the all-powerful and all-knowing? One of those things can be true. Now, me as an atheist, I came to a similar sort of uh, conclusion about no free will, uh, not because of an all-powerful creator God, but just because of the fundamental laws of the universe that were set up in the moment of the Big Bang, that things interact and uh, on deeper levels than we understand yet with today's science, like on the quantum level, that different particles and different things interact in ways that are governed by laws that cannot change. So, But at the same time, yes. you have control over what you do. And I, you, the idea here that you don't well, that's, that's is the, almost comical. Well, that's the problem with people. They just can't accept that they don't have free will. But it's not a matter of accepting. It's not a matter of accepting or not accepting. It, it's the idea of if I want to take this phone right now and bash my face with it, Yes, I can do that. Yes, you can. You're telling me that some Hollywood producer wrote this script a million years ago that on this day I'm going to pick up this phone and bash my face with it. Well, yes, but not a Hollywood producer. Just the, You the, get my point. Yes, I do get your point. Um, yeah, but all thought, all everything, everything follows laws whether or not we understand them yet that's another story we're never going to understand them because this comes back to you possibly. who believes when we die we get buried and that's it we're done i did not say that i, I always thought you did believe that no i i believe oh boy, i'm so sorry everybody yeah i'm going to continue for a there, second there 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 i i believe there is the possibility of some sort of a life force existing after the body dies is entirely possible. So a reincarnation of some sort possible. God, uh, who knows? Right. Who knows? All right, just on a lighter note. Did you poop today yet? (laughs) Uh, Yes, actually. I don't care. I'm just trying to bring it back to Al. (laughs) I don't really care. Oh, my God. All right. I I think we're done because my head is actually hurting from this conversation. Okay. Uh, is there anything else I can ask you or talk to you about? So we don't want to talk about quantum entanglement? No, That's all no, okay. no, no. What will you, are you, see, you're not really a sports guy per se. Like you watch the Dolphins, you watch yes. your football, you love your college football. Yes, um, the Mets. You will not get into hockey at all. 
Uh, Very, you're not watching Devils Rangers tonight. No, no shot. Right. So you're not a hockey no. guy. You're not watching Nets Nuggets tonight. No shot. You're not a basketball no. guy. You wouldn't stay up to watch Thunder and Warriors this past Saturday. Not night, at gunpoint. Okay. So you're not a hockey guy. You're not a basketball guy. Right. I know you like football. I know you like college football. What else is there? Baseball, you kind of like, but you don't stay up and watch all the games. Uh, I can't. I can't. It's just, you know. Well, I, it's, because it's too late. Right. But on weekends, are you sitting there watching Mets-Phillies? Yeah. I, well, this is what I'll do. Because, you know, the wife wants to do other stuff. I will TiVo the games and then just go through at fast speed and watch when the score changes. So you bridge. So this is generally like Evan's going on his honeymoon, his vacation mm-hmm. today after the show. Right. This is Predominantly a dead period until, I mean, pitchers and catchers, please. I mean, it's exciting when they report, but what is that? Right. No, yeah. I mean, and we have nothing, basically, until, until opening day. Oh, oh I was going to say March Madness. That kind of gets oh, you yes, through March for a Madden, couple of weeks. I do enjoy that. I watch That's fine. The first weekend, really. After that, it's kind of boring. Well, how do you fill a week, then? Like, right now, you've no, there's nothing sports-related. You spend 15 hours a day here, but when you go home, what, right. like, what do you do? What My, my, my leisure time. Leisure? Yes. Who says leisure? Uh, well, Was that preordained too? This sorry, idiot's going to say sorry, leisure everybody. and not leisure. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. sorry. Uh, I will, like, um, we'll have, there's certain shows that both my wife and I like to watch, like this uh, X-Files that has come back. Shocking, We're right. watching that. Uh, what else do we watch? I'm trying to stay with Supergirl. It's not that know. great. I've never seen but it. But we love CBS and all CBS products, yes, so I'm sure that's fantastic. This new show on Fox, Lucifer, tremendous, love it, <laughs> of course. Shocking, you wouldn't like so, a so that show about sort, the devil. That sort of thing, or, you know, just going on uh, walks, uh, you know, with the dogs. And Are you happy with your life? Oh, yes. Like, if, if, if life ended tomorrow. Yes. Accomplished, satisfied. 100%. All good. Yeah. Here yes. lies Edward Scazzeri. Yeah. Happy man. Yeah, right. There's nothing that you don't want to get accomplished before your time is well, up. Well, sure there are, but, you know, but again, whatever oh, wasn't, will it be. Wasn't, it wasn't in the chapter. Right. Right. I go, so whatever will. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, sirrah, sirrah. Hey, sirrah, your ass. That's what I say. If you mm-hmm. want to do something, go do something. Yes, well, I do things. There's right, things but that... if there are things that you, I mean, let's be honest, you're on the back nine. I think we all, when we get to 50, of we're course, on the back nine. Of course, 100%. Right? I think if there are things you need to do, go do them. Yeah, but it's not like I don't have like a bucket list. There are things that I would like to do, but no, I don't. That's no, goofy. I'm I don't not saying feel. That. I don't feel a need to do certain things. So like, you're satisfied. Yes, but you know, there are things I would desire to do, and you know, have a have a to retire to have a a home in the woods of, of Vermont or Oregon or something like that, and just go hiking and that sort of thing. That would be a goal, but you know. If that doesn't happen, if I die with my boots on here, which is probably... You and Minko probably within a exactly. week of one another. Right. So you think a guy that basically gets, you know, struck by lightning, that was that was his journey. Of course. The poor guy that got swallowed up by a sinkhole in Florida. Of course. That's always how it was going to end. Yes. Me going out getting hit, hit by a bus possibly today was because it was supposed to happen. Correct. I don't buy it. We are I all... It. I don't buy it. I, and I don't buy, like, my mother is all into this... Well, if God meant for it to happen, it's going to happen. I don't well, buy any of that crap either. You see, but that that is some... It's a very it, similar thought. It Very. A very uh, similar very, thought. Very. But most of those people who talk about God, most also say free will also, which doesn't make any sense to me, if he's the all-powerful Fine, creator. But you're coming from a similar direction yes. 
Correct. God's well, will, thinking God's differently. plan, the right. purpose. You know. I don't buy any of that crap. Uh, yeah. And I'll and tell you why I don't buy any of that crap. Alrighty. Because no child should die. Of course not. Therefore, I don't understand how that's ever written anywhere or how any, any power would ever exactly. Well, that goes that. back to what I was saying about the all-loving God. That part I agree of it, with that. That part of it can't be true. Totally agree. That so, bothers me. So, well, then you, like most people with religion... You take it a la carte. I like this, no, but I don't, I don't like this. No, so I'm going to no, believe no, this, but I'm fair. not going to believe this. I take religion with a very curious eye. Okay. I am not, let me jump in head first. I went to Catholic school. I've had same questions you have. I am more in the hope rather than believe. Okay. Which is not a good place to be. All right. Well. Quite frankly. That's fair. But I would say there's more. God, I hope you are up there, or there's something up there. Right. I'm not necessarily sure that I believe it. Boy, I don't know what the hell happened to this podcast today, everybody. Right. I'm sorry. And, and in closing, I'll just say this. I'll steal this from a book I like. Oh, Christ. Called The Golden uh, Compass, I believe. We are all subject to fate, but we must act as if we are not, or else die of despair. Great. Can you uh, save this for me sure, so I can cut sure. that crap out a- at the absolutely, end? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Eddie, thank you. Goodbye. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.